You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on the IRLoneStar.com. So good! Sugar and spine. I feel nice. Sugar and spine. All right. Good morning, Montgomery County. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. And probably not on IRLoneStar.com because we are doing maintenance on the website. So we, we're going to be down for quite a bit this morning. It's the, the annual clean clean. What? Yeah, but we're still on YouTube Live. We're still on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We're still on the Lone Star Internet Radio app for your phone. And of course, uh, Facebook and all that kind of stuff. So, we have a special like thing on the page. You go there and it says... No, it's, it's really weird how our hosting company does it because it does it the whole... Whoever has a website with them, it just says there you go. Database resetting. Wow, that's just dumb. So... That's the way it goes. That's just the way it is. But, uh, yeah, good morning, everybody. Good morning. I didn't mean to, I mean, you just kind of turned away from me. Are you okay? Are you taking care of doing your taxes for next year? Or like, we got, are you doing something else? What is this taxes thing of which you speak? Yeah. I'm joking, IRS. I'm joking. Please don't audit me. Um, yeah, no, uh, all these uh, headlines are popping up. It's going to be a fun-filled day today, and we have a special yeah. guest later. Yeah, we do. Woo. We do. But we are brought to you by Conroe Coffee. And clean sweep office cleaning. Going to be a fun day today. Join in on the conversation, 936-647-3776. Or hit us up on uh, comment on the Facebook Live page. Ordinarily, I'd say we're on our website. But, well, there you go on that. Mm-hmm. And Facebook. Uh, we had some great conversations with some listeners yesterday. We got some controversial topics going. And uh, maybe some more today. Yeah. yeah so how, let's talk about traffic and weather. We really need, like, music for that. Weather... It's 73 right now on Conroe. It's going to get up another 20 degrees, 93 degrees today. Holy cow, that's kind of hot. Yeah. Uh, 1% chance of rain today. Humidity already at 93%. And uh, yeah, lots of sunshine and clouds. Uh, Basically, for the next seven days, highs in the mid-90s. Lows in the mid-60s all week long. There we go. And uh, traffic conditions in the Montgomery County area. Looking at all the accidents I'm seeing, there's uh, several on I-45. So bear with me when I go through this. I-45 northbound in spring right at the Hardy Toll Road. Before you get into the woodlands, you're going to run into some traffic right there. There's an accident on I-45 northbound right there at uh, 99. Uh, also, further up north, heading southbound, there's two accidents being reported near Panorama Village on I-45 southbound, right before League Line Road. So uh, be careful coming southbound from Willis or from New Waverly or wherever you're coming from. That's southbound I-45 right there in Panorama, Panorama Village. But yeah, that's your weather and traffic report. We're going to have a special guest. We have Victoria Martin coming in. She is a second-time author. She has this new children's picture book called Itty Bitty. Is that you? <laughs> right? Yes. I just, my brain's going to juvenile jokes there, so we're yeah. going to move past this. Really there we quick. go. But she's going to be in the studio to talk about that. She's a local author. Very excited about having her in. And uh, so if you have any questions for her, she'll be in around 10.15. So it's us till then. 
And we have a wide variety of topics and events and things to go over. We are not giving away tickets today, but, but, but. We are going to give away tickets tomorrow to Taste Fest. We can't prostitute ourselves every day for you. So, people. yeah, there's just we got to take a day off and rest in between our, our our whoring sessions. Sure, this is how that's going to go, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm old. I need I need a day off. But uh, yeah, let's do a wrap up from yesterday. We had a good show yesterday. We had a bunch of folks on Facebook, so feel free to comment on the live feed. Anything else going on? You want to cover up from yesterday that we need to corrections or I think we're good. I uh, love the conversation we started with listener Jason about uh, comparing Israel to the China thing. And basically it is, you, you know, my, my sense, and I think the sense of some others, it's, it's who your friends are. You know, we have to have allies. Uh, my sense for the Middle East, especially with the whole Jerusalem, Israel, Palestine thing, is, you know, some people are saying, well, they're just one of America's uh, uh, reputation as being a mediator. Well, we've been a mediator for decades here. This has been a conflict going on for thousands of years nothing stopped you know nothing's changed so i don't know if this is the right move but it's a move so something will happen and again since we have an embassy we just don't leave embassies on a whim which means america is there to stay officially recognizing jerusalem as the capital of israel so the world kind of has to get used to it and same thing, you know, I hear some some uh, nations in Europe are scrambling to try and keep the Iran deal alive uh, with mm -hmm. the America pull out. And people are like, whoa, America's pulling out. You got it. We're out. You got to get used to it. I don't think we're going to go back in. And again, if Iran is complaining that we're leaving the situation that's supposed to mess with them, that doesn't make sense. Iran is 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 saying death to America for leaving it's oversight of us. Basically, Iran was getting a lot of money, billions upon billions of dollars, with with no incentive to not take it. So if, if there was a punishment on them, which is what the Iran deal was supposed to be, kind of, you cannot do this, why would they say death to America now? Why would the actual parliament in Iran burn the American flag and say death to America? If I, I don't get it. Again, if the bad guys are against something, you should be for well, it. I think that's something that, too, with the with the current technology of spreading of news, it's really hard to get a clear picture of really what's going on in another country because it's almost like we we went too fast as a culture to travel. We can travel really fast, but we don't really understand what's happening to that society over there. Because mm -hmm. when I saw those pictures and stuff in the parliament and burning the American flag, I was like, man, that's kind of a strong statement, right? Like. Is mm -hmm. no one else bothered by that a little bit? Again, I had this conversation with Holly. And I was like, I just don't get why. I mean, you can everyone can explain why people will want to travel over there, just because of just that. Like that to me is right there. Like, okay, maybe we shouldn't be going over there for a little bit until they stop burning flags and saying "death to America." What are you doing? Over uh, there? Apparently, is I hit a button. Your taxes. I hit a button, and the video started. I have to watch out for that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, and the. Again, we're as guilty as everyone else. It's like everyone outside of Texas thinks as Texans is everyone wears cowboy boots and cowboy hat and goes, yeehaw, and we ride horses and carry six guns. Where the reality, you know, you being in Texas within earshot of us, you know that's not the case. Uh, but that's what everyone thinks of us. You know, when I lived in England, Dallas was the number one show, and they just thought every, you know, America was Dallas. Everyone did that. Uh, we have our preconceived notions of what other countries are. And, yeah. and so we have our, you know, we think of, 
when you think of uh, Israel, you know, I had some friends go there on a, a kibbutz, I think is how you pronounce it, you know, a, a journey to Israel, and brought back photos, or Jordan. And you think it's going to be this war-torn, you know, like Sarajevo buildings blown up and stuff. No, there's lots of green. It's beautiful. Yeah, there's lots of desert there, but there's beautiful irrigation. Yeah. And it just threw off my, and Jordan was absolutely gorgeous, but it throws off your preconceived notions. So, you know, maybe Google Earth can step up and, and be more readily available so people can see what life is like in other countries. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. There's just too much stuff to consume while sitting on your couch. Right. 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 That, but yeah, good morning well, to you. Good point. Wait, this, this, hold on. That's a great point. Because back when I was a kid, yeah, you know, we had three major channels, ABC, NBC, CBS. About two or three, each city would have two or three independent channels on the UHF channels. And that was it. And they all went off the air at midnight. You know, they played yeah. the national anthem. And then, and if you watch Poltergeist, that was, you know, that that's as, as late as that was going. So that went through the 80s. Now we have 3,000 channels available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it is. It's more information than any one person is capable of ingesting. Is that, and I think, could that be why we're becoming a nation of, of kind of, uh, 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 what's the word? I'm like, not OCD, the other one. Uh, attention deficit. Squirrel. You know, that kind of thing. Because we can only watch headline news. We can't watch all the news. We just watch the headlines. So they actually feed us the headlines we think we're going to watch. And we base our entire political or philosophical leanings off of a soundbite and a, and a headline. Anyway, it's a really good point there. Well, also, I think there's a lot more individuals involved in collecting information and then putting it on their billboard. Because if you look at when you were growing up, they had the three channels. And if the, there was a news program, the news program was, I mean, do you think they, they, I don't know if they had more integrity, but it's more their reputation was on the line. And since if they screwed up, they're gone. Mm -hmm. But like today, anyone can screw up. I mean, especially, I love going back to the election of 2016 because there were so many media screw ups to the point where if it was any other timeline, it's like, why aren't these people getting fired? Why is this well, not? Well, not just screw up CNN giving one side I of mean, a debate, not even one side, one person of one side of a debate, the, the questions beforehand. And, and CNN, <laughs> this is, and they're still broadcasting. I, that I don't get. They, literally nothing happened to them. No one got fired. No one got spanked. No one got fined. No nothing. You, you know, Janet Jackson. People wrote shows a book. Yeah. Janet Jackson shows a nipple ring and the world falls apart. Actual election fraud happens. A breaking of federal election law happens. Well, iffy. Uh, because apparently loopholes were to be found. But there's just it was wrong. And CNN still treats themselves like they're above it all. And that just staggered me. And I would be equally outraged if Fox News had done the same thing. This is not a left versus white, right wing media. What's well, more of any any, any, or, any any organization that presents itself as a news or maybe maybe we shouldn't have twenty four seven news cycles. I kind of I hate to say it. I kind they of must, miss they those must make days. a lot of cash. They have to. I mean, they, they have to answer the stockholders. So I mean, they must make some really good money though. Like if they're paying people twenty million dollars a year to sit in front of a TV. Or sit in front of a screen, really, and just read something. Because mm -hmm. do you really think any of those, what do you think the percentage of the folks on primetime news stations are actually writing the report? Like, Very writing the stuff they're reading. The days of moral. Like Anderson Cooper. Is Anderson Cooper sitting, waking up in the morning, having his coffee, 
and typing up what he's going to say tonight on whatever his show is. I would I would presume he, he does 20, 25% of the words are his. You mean like when he says his name and stuff? <laughs> yeah. So I'm, just, I'm wondering because maybe that's the problem too. Could be. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. Join the conversation. Star, oh, Good morning, Christy. Thanks for joining us on Facebook. We're on YouTube Live. We're on Condos FM 104.5, 106.1. Coming up next, it's going to be Skippy and I. So join the conversation. We're going to do some uh, local news and other things like that. There's some opportunities this weekend for some family fun. So stick around. We are brought to you by Clean Soup Office Cleaning and Conroe Coffee. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. So good. I got you. Oh, I feel nice. A sugar and spine. All right, welcome back to Mornings with Lone Star. It's 916. Hanging out in the studio. Don't forget, we got our special guest coming in around 10 at 15, local author Victoria Martin. Itty bitty, is that you? <laughs> you really like that? You really like that that, na- that well, name? Well, my brain's going very juvenile. I'm trying not to say Clearly. that's what she said. Is that what so you're, you're going to go work, work past it. But uh, but if you're just not joining us, thank you. We're on Facebook, YouTube, and we're brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Con, uh, Conroe Coffee. So I'm actually going to take a little sip right now. Take some sip of Conroe Coffee. So let's go with some local news lately. So uh, today, uh, early, early voting, voting started yesterday. I knew, I knew you were going to say that. About early voting? Just letting you know. Are you psychic like that? Yeah, early voting. What am I thinking? MCTX.org slash election or itty bitty. And you look down and go, is that you? You got me. Wow. It's like <laughs> like you can read my mind. Yes. The early voting did start for the May 22nd election day. So uh, all week long, Monday mm-hmm. through Friday, from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., all the relevant polling locations are open. You can go to any one of them. On voting day, which is the 22nd, you can only go to your precinct to vote. And this is for the runoff election for uh, county commissioner precincts two and four. So in precinct two, the incumbent Charlie Riley is being challenged by Greg Parker, who was, uh, I think Parker was on the air yesterday on another one of our shows. Yeah, he was. That was a full group of people. Yeah. And then uh, precinct four Incumbent Jim Clark is being challenged by uh, Justice of the Peace James Metz. Okay. Uh, both uh, both races highly contended, contested, uh, a hotbed of topics. Uh, as I know, the toll road, the 242 flyover is a big part of it. Um, questions about uh, who may be getting money from what down the line, who, you know, who's who uh, the, the vendors uh, handling these things. I wish there was a more comprehensive study or like inform or comprehensive like I don't know book or something to talk about how corruption really works. Like I get like the mob type corruption, but mm-hmm. when say a politician just does corruption, 
Well, do they? That see, that's the question. And I, we we may be getting we're, we're not talking philosophical here. Well, yeah, because there's I mean there's definitely like you're in a room of people and you're like I like John because John was my best friend on my baseball team when we were ten. That's why I'm giving him this the county's money or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that corruption? Well, that see that's the thing. One man's corruption may not be another man's, or woman's corruption may not be another's. Uh, Here's the thing. My best buddy in the world may have the best bid for Yeah, that's what I was something. saying. Like, you can't just... But so to automatically boot someone out of contention for that, I don't think anyone goes in meaning to be corrupted. I think it happens. Um, well, I mean, I would. Do you go for it? Oh, I mean, like, if it's easy. Well, that's the thing. Right? It is easy. To, the first one's easy. Are you the trying first to tell me when you play free. Monopoly, you don't, you, you, a lot of people don't realize like in Monopoly, if you don't say you owe me rent, you don't have to pay rent. Mm-hmm. That is correct. So a lot of house rules like Monopoly, you don't put the cash in the, in the free parking space and get it. You know, that's just something people add. Uh, actually, real rules Monopoly is very boring, to be honest. I, I love the house rules of Monopoly. But yeah, it's uh, we we can take it to you know I'll take twelve seconds on this. My original contractor who you know took some money and ran away, he never finished the okay. job. Okay, he that... didn't. He didn't start off like that. He might have though. No, I, I, he I, it clearly went through in his in his steps in his mind and goes, which what's easier? Well, over time, that's what happened. But I don't think he sat there and go, I'm going to get this guy. I don't think he moved into town and got me got my house and say I'm going to. Get this guy. It's he got in over his head on some stuff. I, I, I've got no sympathy for the man. Don't don't get me wrong, and I don't want to go into details on this in case there are you know future things to happen. But I'm just saying that I believe starting out, no, and I think a lot of politicians you don't start off, but all of a sudden you get taken out for a big dinner. I remember uh, one job I had a long time ago it was in a different world, where I was responsible for choosing the security system, security access system for. Uh, Transco Tower, which is now Williams Tower. Okay. So it was the tallest, it was at the time, it was the tallest building in the world outside of a, a downtown area. And I was solely responsible for accepting bids and putting together a proposal on which access system, you know, the key cards. Mm-hmm. And we're talking hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of dollars on these bids. And so I put the word out, you know, accepting bids. And well, then they want to start meeting me. Well, let's go have lunch and talk about it. And so it'd be like at higher end restaurants and they'd make sure to, how about a martini? I'm like, no, I'll take a Coke. And then it was, you know, we're getting down to like the top three or four bidders. And then like, well, here, let's go meet at Treasures. I'm like, why would I meet you at a strip club for lunch? And I realized that's how, how they were. Apparently some you people. Did you know you can't write that stuff off anymore in your taxes? I'll keep that in mind. But I'm not making a, a statement on my my for your business. You yeah, can't, for, you can't you can't do those kind of expenses anymore. But that just really threw me for a loop. I was a lot younger and a lot more kind of you know wore rose colored glasses on that. But I realized this is how these guys felt, and I I honestly went in there thinking who's going to give me the best system, this most convenient system that, that's easy to track and so forth and so on. Because this was happening during Desert Storm, and Transco Tower was a target for bad guys, and that was the old life I led was was dealing with stuff like that. And I thought... Dealing with bad guys? Yeah. Okay. So, but I thought, you know, me getting a lap dance has absolutely nothing to do with the security of this building. And, and it, so those guys actually kind of messed themselves over out of the deal because I wasn't... It was like if, if the system itself can't can't win me over. So, and again, but it would have been easy. I could see how easy it would have been for me to go, yeah, I'll take another martini. Yeah, let's go hit you. 
I, I seriously could picture that happening. But then you're like, oh, front row tickets to Phantom of the Opera in New York with a plane ticket. Bingo. Oh yeah, totally. It's, it's an easy. That's an easy way. That's how it starts. And again, with the mafia, hey, we'll do you a favor, and then you know, maybe one day you do us a favor. And that's- but just like the Iran deal, it won't be written down. Exactly. So, not only was like not that. written down, but the the other side never signed it. So, I mean, there was actually like you here, said there, no. You the said there wasn't a piece of paper. No, that went to. Um, you said there was not a piece of paper. That went through Congress. That's, that's Congress or Senate. Uh, since it was a, there had to be a paper trail for the fact that billions of dollars went over there. There had to be a paper trail. So, so was, you're lying to me. Basically, now? it was an invoice going here. You know, sign sign for this fifteen billion dollars. Iran never signed anything. You're killing me now. Yeah, I'm just totally disappointed. <clears throat> I was like, I was hoping there was like a napkin deal. Napkin deals are great. Wouldn't that be great? But you know, part, now, now uh, there's make, Twitter deals. Partlet for Prez. Remember the in West Wing? They had the napkins yeah. still? Okay, so on Wednesday, back to local stuff, uh, at 2.30 at Conroe City Council, uh, Jody Joukowsky, yeah, who won Council Place 5, uh, Duke Kuhn, who retained Council Place 3, and Municipal Court Judge Mike Davis, who ran unopposed, are going to be installed slash reinstalled in their positions. Meanwhile, Raymond McDonald and Annie Jefferson Burnett for place four. They're in a runoff together. It was a three-way race, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the r- runoff is happening June 30th. The date finally came out for the runoff election. So there's going to be yet another runoff just for this one race. Uh, so we encourage Raymond and Annie, give us a call, pop in the studio uh, together or separately. We would, you know, we really want to be a Montgomery County's candidate forum station and no, debate debate station seriously uh, cage cage match we'll go all the way we will we will do you and like yesterday we had in a runoff election one side showed up um we we were putting it out to anyone running for any office or welcome in our studio don't care what your party is welcome the studio we you know we're well, one thing we fair. can say if you've been in the studio your chances of winning are going up because I think everyone who's won something has come into the studio. This is true. Yeah. I'm just saying. So we have the runoff election coming up. So early voting, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Now through Friday, any any place that's relevant, you know, any of the proper uh, polling stations uh, for the position, uh, sorry, precinct two and four county commissioner slots. Voting day is on May 22nd and then june 30th is the runoff election between raymond mcdonald and Andy jefferson burnett and yeah the the early voting stuff for right now montgomery county it is probably the shortest voting you're going to be depending on if you're democratic or republican because mm-hmm. it's literally i think the only thing for the republican side is just the two commissioner spots yep. i think that's it yeah i, I don't even and think any Democrat- democratic let's see I don't it's think- just one it's governor oh that's right yeah so so yeah you're in you're out there you go. It'll be take take longer to whip your driver's license. Let's hope they have popsicles. <laughs> popsicles. Well, you got to reward the people coming to vote. I just I'm surprised that popsicles. When you think reward, you think popsicles. A pop for your vote. <laughs> there you go. No, you don't like that. I, no, I like it. I'm just now I'm craving a popsicle. Well, I mean, if you think about people, they're gonna have like screaming kids, and they're literally going in for a second to just do this twice or once. Hey, Dick, would you buy a house at like half price if it was offered? Well, it depends on how what half price is. Well, there you go. We'll talk about that when we get back. Yeah. Special House in the Woodlands is going through a markdown right now. Hasn't it? Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> you Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. We have a special guest coming in around 1015, local book author. And then uh, outside that, it's just us. So feel free to chime in on YouTube and Google. Uh, what is it? Where we got? Into Facebook. So there you go. And then uh, we'll be back. We will. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. I feel nice, like sugar and spice. So nice. All right, welcome back. 931 Lone Star Community Radio. I got to remember to put the mic over here instead of right in front of the camera. <laughs> but I know they can't really see me anyway because I'm kind of blurry. But that's just the way it's going to be. You're welcome back to Morning's Lone Star. We're broadcasting live from downtown Conroe from the Lone Star Community Radio Studios next to Conroe Coffee, who is our sponsor. And then, of course, Clean Sweep, Office Cleaning is our other sponsor. Welcome back. Skippy. Welcome back, Dick. What are you doing? Well, you're the always, temperature you're, hasn't gone up since it's gone to one degree since we started. And it just feels like it should be warmer. So I was making sure my phone was okay. updated. I've got 73 degrees. What do you got? Uh, I, I got what you got, man. <laughs> 73 high of 93 so we were we were teasing a house in the woodlands that has been featured on rap videos and yeah the, newspapers the news. uh, and it got broken into this is and crack it got broken up. into and that's when Who, it came to light this was that before or after the rap video that was after the uh, before the rap video okay okay it became famous because of the getting in the news uh, uh so lamar and teresa romer the, the some woodlands well, uh, name drop whoa yeah well they're they're, they're well known in the woodlands if there's a red carpet they're there and they had a house that was was listed for almost 12.9 million bucks 13 mil well, jump change jump change well now it's uh, you know it's down to 7 million it's almost 50 percent off uh this is the house that had the three-story master bedroom closet and that's the closet that got broken into and uh, made the news as the result. Okay. Uh, so Lamar says that, you know, they never bought it. They're selling the house because they bought it to flip it. You know, they'd never, they never planned to like live there the whole time. They just wanted to buy it, fix it up and then turn around. And I feel like there's profit. a, there's a show like that, like millionaire, millionaire flip. This house needs to go on the million dollar listing or whatever those shows are. Or, yeah. Or yeah. Millionaire flipper sounds good to me, but Seven now, this house contains Millie flip. What new Millie flip? Mill uh, Millie flip Brewster's that millions. Thing. Okay, see, we're gonna go down that rabbit yeah. hole. So, beyond the three story closet in the master bedroom, 
It's got a catering kitchen, a lap pool, a wine room, and an elevator. Now, for $7 million, there better be a hooker attached to all that as well. I'm just saying. Well, you know, there was an interesting thing I read about the mentality of a rich person. Mm -hmm. And basically, the simple math to, like, the millionaires, 100 millionaires, billionaires, is they, they make it in a simple form. I think it was more of, like, so if a, if there's a guy who has a hundred million, a dollar to us, what a dollar to us is a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars to them. Right. So if we go to the candy store and I pay a dollar for candy, he goes to his candy store and he pays a thousand dollars for whatever candy he's doing. But the value to him is like a dollar. Right. And this thing to me, though, the three story closet filled, and that's the thing is it's a filled closet. You you cannot literally. The first time I saw wealth mm-hmm. is when I saw a house that had two disposals in the kitchen. Right. I was like, why do you need two disposals? And then the person there says, like, well, imagine how much food you're cooking here. I'm like, there's only like three people living here. Like, why do you need two disposals? Because you can. Because you can, and that's the thing. Because um, uh. Oh, uh, rich people somewhere over the last few years it became like dirty to be rich um, and you know being blamed think about it a, a rich person very rich person the 1% if you will can drop a million dollars without hurting into the economy meaning they'll buy something that feeds pretty much a million dollars into the economy somehow uh, now you can try to Keep it cheap. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to, how to phrase this. You can either try to sell a Big Mac to a million different people or appreciate a rich person who's going to drop a million bucks on something else. And so I, I think the whole blaming the rich for a lot of the world's problems is unfair. Yeah, they're a different mindset. And here's the thing. Any, every rich person who seems to be in Hollywood saying, I don't pay enough taxes, there is nothing stopping you from writing the IRS's Department of Treasury as much as you want. You can literally give every penny you have to the IRS in taxes. This is the, the tax rate is the minimal tax rate. You can pay whatever you want. So war, every time Warren Buffett opens his mouth and says, well, we're just not paying enough taxes, buddy, you can pay all you want. In fact, you can go up to, a let's say, a 40% tax rate and pay pretty much everyone else's tax rate so there's that i'm looking at pictures of this i know closet. right so you know you were telling me about um a house of excess off well, the air well what's interesting about this is she she's in the news a lot i don't mm-hmm. know if you if you look up these people they that got there's, this is the robbery and apparently it turned out it might have been her son from another marriage well, that's the thing is this house it boasts a 24-hour monitor security system, yet it's still got broken into. Maybe this is why they can't tell. I thought we already, we've already nine. gone through what burglary, like, prevention is. There's not, it's not going to prevent people from stealing your stuff. Exactly. It just but, helps you with the police, and it helps you file civil suits and all that stuff if you want. Right, but they got it listed as this home boasts a catering kitchen, a and butler's the area. Insurance, the insurance people would love that. Oh, the insurance especially, alone probably pay off she, my own mortgage. Well, she said a uh, hundred million worth of stuff in that closet, mm-hmm. jewelry, watches, and handbags. I'm actually not. I mean, I feel like if you had that kind of space, you would make it a little bit more efficient. Now, uh, I had a job once where you know we did public relations, and in the woodlands there were these two houses, and the the realtor came to us and said, "Listen, we can't. These are two five million dollar houses. We can't sell them. Can you come take a tour and?" 
find out how you can do PR. Yeah. And this sounds really funny because we went out there and they're both both in the East Harbor area of the Woodlands, you know, overlooking Lake Woodlands and stuff. And I went to the first house and walked through it and it was great. It was gorgeous. It had cool stuff. It had a hidden elevator. But at the end, I told them, I said, your problem is, and I said, I'm not speaking facetiously. If I had five million to spend on this house, I would offer three and not go any higher because I think it's worth three million. And you're, 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 you're well, but, but no, we put all this in. And I, I said, the, the, the elevator, the novelty of the elevator will wear off pretty quickly. And I pointed out in both these, the other house was kind of like, they tried to make it like a 1950s Hollywood mansion with the marble star, staircase. And I said, it looks like the 1950s. You don't have a view of the lake or anything. These houses aren't, but, but they're five. So there's a hidden thing here. Not worth five million. Well, what adds value to a home for you? Well, this sounds really funny. And I got laughed at, but I, I, I'll stand by this. And my boss actually laughed at me saying, that's stupid. And I said, no, it really isn't. None, none of those houses had a single wall wide enough for a big screen TV. I believe that. Because all these nooks and crannies and stuff. I buy $5 million on a house. I want a, an entertainment room. I want something where I can get a 90-inch screen TV or projection screen and watch something, you know. Well, how about this? If you're listening and watching us on Facebook and YouTube, uh, go in the chat. Say, what adds value to a home for you? The ability not to flood. That's true. But well, that's kind of personal. That's true. I mean, no. I think that'd be. I think that's regardless of money. But I've actually, because you know, as as my house has been rebuilt, my new contractors and the lady behind it have been saying we're going to upgrade best we can, without breaking the bank, because you you lose like twenty five percent of your home value in a flood. So we want you to get it back with these upgrades. And the upgrades they're doing are simple, but they're fantastic. Like my kitchen alone was kind of cramped and I had cabinets on both sides and a, mm -hmm. and a little door going out. Well, they busted out the pantry, took out an entire wall's worth of cabinets, but everything on the other side into the little door that's suddenly twice the length. So they put a sliding glass door in and they're putting a little bar up like where you can sit in front of this little bar on the other side and then built a fake half wall for another pantry. Cause they said, these walls have to come out anyways. This door has to come out anyways. We may as well just replace it with something but upgrade. Um, an old bath that was converted into a shower. So there are ways to upgrade it. But yeah, if you're a listener and pipe up, what do you think adds value to a home? Uh, I would say an indoor slide. An indoor slide. You know, you know, a little bat pole. No, you know? it's too dangerous. You can't be pulling down. You you're like put, 60, you but you can be sliding down. Yeah. Like uh, there's old TV show UFO where the, the, the good guys would go to their spaceships by going down these slides. I agree because the elevator, I'm sorry, that was, it took forever to go up one floor, you know, one floor. And I'm telling you that the novelty just kind of wears off pretty quick. But I, I tell you what would not sell me in either one of those houses. Not, neither of them had a wall that was wide enough to hold a big screen TV. And you can laugh all you want at me, but that's what men look for. Yeah, I believe that. I, I mean, I can't really say really. I mean, the slide was kind of a joke, but I can't. I mean, the only thing I can think of that you pay the primo price is location. Because, you know, there's certain attractions for people, especially with your lifestyle. I mean, I, I in the woodlands, it, I mean, you live in those cool apartments that overlook mm -hmm. the Market Street. That's mm -hmm. kind of neat, but. But you're paying out the nose. For well, yeah, that. that's what you're paying. That's what you're paying for. You're not paying for the actual doorknob on like on your bathroom door. But here's the thing. You're also paying for because you are yards away from the pavilion 
And so a lot of people, yeah, I get to have free concerts, sit on the patio and listen to the music. Well, what if it's not your kind of music? You're stuck hearing the wrong music blasted at you till midnight from the pavilion next door. So be careful what you wish for. So I typed in uh, houses that have slides. Mm-hmm. Some of them are ridiculous. I'm just sure. I mean, you think you'd be normal, like a place like, nope, nope, four story circular slide, tube slide all the way down to the kitchen. Didn't they have in the Princess Diaries or something, one of those movies? Didn't they have a house with a slide in it? I don't know. I don't know. I think my daughter made me watch it. I just vaguely remember them surfing down some staircase. So, and on a slide. Oh, well. Final bit of local news, uh, going back to uh, like voting and stuff. Someone was a bad girl, Laura Janeth Garza. Oh, we'll talk about that when we come back. I'm okay. interested. I'm interested in hearing more about that. Okay. But uh, you're joining us. Did I ever tell you that I worked on an HGTV show? No. For house, for house flipping? No way. Yeah, I was a PA for like a week and a half. Production assistant. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk about Ms. Garza and her bad election decisions, as well as Dick's former career. As a production assistant. I didn't add value to that show. I'm just letting you know right now. Okay, we'll find out more. They were they were kind of astonished how much I could eat. But, uh, <laughs> man, there's a, when there's a buffet table, I'm going for it. 943, we'll be back. Sugar is fine. So nice. So nice. Pick up the map. The Discovery Map. Pick up the map. DiscoveryMap.com I've been looking at these my whole life. Discovery Maps are awesome. But you know what's even more awesome? The free local guide to so many towns. Downloaded at DiscoveryMap.com Right here, in my hand, I am holding the pulse of this town. The shopping, the food, stuff to do, cool places to stay, and stuff we, like, need to know about. Pick up the map. DiscoveryMap.com Welcome back, Mornings Lone Star. It's 946 on the dot. Tuesday, May 15th. And it already is 73 degrees, but still 73 degrees. The official Lone Star weather tree outside our window says there's not much of a breeze blowing. This is going to be hot. Wear your SPF, especially on the top of your head. I'm going to have to start doing that, kind of spraying the, the stuff on the top of my head. Don't like that. So we've been talking about some local stuff, but now we can go kind of more national and international. So in TV news, uh, you know, I've talked about this before. Mrs. Skippy is a Dancing with the Stars fanatic. I mean, she can give you the stats on every dancer ever. I respect her choices. She doesn't laugh at me when I'm watching a Doctor Who marathon. I don't laugh at her about this. However, I have frequently questioned the their usage of the word star they, they've had some people on the show over the years that how can this person rob Bo- well, there's Bovoyevich. always there's always one or two <clears throat> here's the thing tanya harding made it on this year apparently this year's dancing with the stars is all athletes and former athletes they had a, uh, a kareem abdul jabbar as one of them but tanya harding has actually made it into the finals now this is tanya harding who allegedly, I'll cover myself legally by saying that, found out too late that her husband took kneecapped Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya knew nothing about it. 
And then, so she's on the show. She's actually made it to the finals. And last night she said, quote, I think America has proven they love me and they wanted to know what happened. And now they have. So what happened about the whole kneecap thing that, that because she got voted through to the finale that people were like, Oh, see, they don't believe that I actually kneecapped Nancy Kerrigan. I knew nothing about it. This is, I can't watch this show. I mean, I, I love There's nothing it. wrong with that. Yeah, good lord. She's being rewarded. First there was that TV movie about her where they, they romanticized it. And that's gone right to her head. This is a woman who partook in the the you know, yesterday we we're talking about torture, what counts as torture. I think taking a, a a baton, metal baton, to an ice skater's knees just before just before a skating. This is you know, this was not like uh at Kroger. This was she was in skates ready to go on the ice. Um, that's torture. And this woman's being rewarded on Dancing with the Stars and adulated. And that just, I've said it before, Americans seem to be very forgiving creatures, I guess, when enough time passes. Well, especially with this, that, that happened so long ago and no one really knew. But they just, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't really around for that. But beyond the statute of limitations, the passage of time, I mean, is Roman Polanski any less of a perv? Because... 30 years have passed that he's run away? No. He's still the perv. Nancy Kerrigan still the alleged co-conspirator on this brutal attack. And here's the awkward thing. Nancy Kerrigan was a previous contestant on Dancing with the Stars. So, I don't really know any of these people. Uh, they were uh, Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding were two ice skaters. Uh, no, I'm talking about the people who are on the cast of this dancing show. Oh, yeah. It's... I, I recognize, I think, three of the, the names. I'm not in sports at all. But um, Mrs. Skippy, very happy about it. I, I've actually, for, like, birthday stuff, bought her tickets to the live show and tried to actually get her in the audience one, one year so she could watch it. Unfortunately, how that was set up is you couldn't get tickets beforehand, so you'd have to wait outside and hope you got in. And I, I couldn't see buying plane tickets to fly her out there on the off chance she might get in. So sorry, honey. I love you, but that ain't happening. So yeah. Uh, so you're telling me the show's going to be canceled after this season? But uh, No, but man, too many good shows are being canceled. I guess with Tanya, when I, Tanya Harding, when I say break a leg in the finale, I'm being more literal than Who's others. Who's she going up be. against? You know? I, I don't know. I just saw Tanya Harding and I uh, kind of tuned out. So you really don't know your fake news? No, it's real. It's just half, half there. Me. Killing me. Half there. All right. Well, uh, thanks, Skippy, for that update. That was uh, <laughs> really nice. Now, let's, you were what about us, TV shows? Well, you were te teasing us about the legal voting that happened in Montgomery yes, County. Yes, yes. Was so, it the county or was it Harris County? Uh, it, and their it, it happened in Montgomery her. County. She's okay. a Harris County gal. So tell me the story. So uh, an illegal, an undocumented person of interest. Okay. Someone who is illegally in America, stole someone else's identity uh, and to vote. And so now she's up on two counts of election fraud. Uh, she got caught and she was, she was voting um, locally for Montgomery uh, elections. Now, in the grand scheme of things, not a big deal, but you have one side of the political spectrum saying, we need IDs. Well, what, what happened was the, the, this only came to light because the lady whose identity got stolen, she went for a passport. And they're like, you already have a passport. Like, what are you talking about? No, I don't. 
And that's when they found out this lady had actually stolen her identity, but she did it for the purpose of voting. So there's an illegal immigrant. Now, it didn't sway a single election, I guarantee you that, unless she was one of the ones on those mud districts where they got two votes each. Yeah, maybe. She could have been one of those people. But, of course, there, there's fraud and corruption on all sides. I don't think it's like the end-all and be-all. But this, this, is, this is local. And so I thought I would throw it out there along with the uh, the early voting. Um, I The question behind why you should have a... Uh, an ID to vote. And it's not so cut and dry because I was very cut and dry about it once upon a time. Sounds so, like we all need passports. Well, that's the thing. It's, you, then if you have to have a passport to vote, then the government should force should be able to pay for the passport because not everyone can afford a passport or need one or actually qualify for one, which is why you can get an ID for free. And that's what they're saying. Either show a your photo ID, show your identification. Just don't go up and say, yes, I'm Bob Smith at this address. That doesn't get you through. So I don't know if there will be any changes on that. Like I said, in the grand scheme of things, Laura Jeneth Garza didn't sway any elections, but there is a, you know, someone getting busted and busted hard for two counts of federal election fraud. Good luck, Laura, with that. Well, that was, yeah, that was our, uh, that was our final dip to voting. What do you got next? Well, I just good? thought that was a funny story. Yeah, it was. It she happen. could be facing like 20 years mm-hmm. in jail. Yep. Just for voting. Well. Illegally. Illegally <laughs> voting. But see, the media will spend it. Oh, poor woman just trying to exercise her right to vote. You're not a citizen. You don't get a vote if you're not a citizen. No other country in the universe allows you to vote if you're not a citizen, a legalized citizen of that country. And I don't know why people expect America to be any different. And why we're viewed as the bad guy when we don't. I don't get it. I do want to give You'll a shout okay. out to a You'll couple okay. of people to show that Skippy is very bipartisan. Now, Melania Trump went in for an emergency surgery for uh, a benign why are we talking about kidney that? condition. Well, at the same time, former uh, Senator Harry Reid going in for uh, pancreatic cancer surgery. Uh, Harry Reid is former uh, um, you know, Democratic senator, buddy-buddy with uh, Nancy Pelosi and— um, so two people um, deserving of a, of a shout out, our first lady and a former senator who politically cannot be more diametrically opposed, but both could deserve a shout out. So Skippy wants to give a bipartisan shout out. Who cares? Well, I would think the first lady and the family of Henry, Harry Reid would care. Well, they, that's good for them. Yeah. It's just people going through medical stuff. You want to you give them a shout out. Okay. You do that for everybody? Yeah, there's a big list. Oh, man. Oh, why don't you just say that then? Don't say, like, individuals. Just say everyone that has having surgery. Skippy gives a shout-out to go. everybody on the planet Earth having Seems surgery. Seems to me a favoritism. People who have power, you favor more. That's what, I mean, that's just what I'm hearing from you. Yeah, hello. So. I want to be one of them. I want them to pay me. <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. You're horrible. Well, we got special guests coming up next. Woohoo! Victoria Martin local author she'll be in the studio around 10 15 we're gonna take a quick break we'll be back and when we come back we'll go over the local events and things for you to do this week and weekend don't forget early voting folks for your commissioners here in montgomery county and if you're a democrat you're voting for your governor nominee yeah so that's important get out there, there. you go and vote mctx.org slash election more info coming to you after this break i got you 
Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub Podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. I got a year. Oh, I feel nice. sugar and spine. Skippy got to be. He just can't stop. It is 9.58 on the dot. In a few minutes, we're going to have Victoria Martin in the studio talking about her new book, uh, new children's book, uh, Itty Bitty, Did That You? And this is the second book, so double your pleasure, double your fun with Victoria Martin coming up at 10.15. But right now, you got Dick and I in the studio talking about fun stuff happening this week and yes. this weekend. Montgomery County has something going on every weekend and every week. And uh, we'll highlight the most important parts. Uh, the tar- probably the most two important parts. One has to do with Connor. One has to do with Montgomery County, like we just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, early voting is going on right now, folks. It's going on right now. And then it's going to go to, let's see, I think May 22nd is the official day. Tuesday, May 22nd. And uh, outside that, there, uh, if you go to mctx.org slash elections, you'll see election the singular. election. I think both of them work. Nope. Here. Let's see. I, I made that mistake. It still takes you there. Sorry. They changed it then because I, I groused about that one. Groused. I groused. Uh, but you, to see the early voting locations, completely different. If anything, get out and vote today because if you don't, on May 22nd, you have to go to a singular location mm-hmm. according to where you are registered. And that no one wants that. Like me, I'm going to go vote uh, after this show and I'm going to go downtown because it's just a walk away. There you go. I last my, and that's um, why you pay the big bucks to live around here. <laughs> yes, my I, I live woodland, so my uh, commissioner is not up for re- election or re-election right now, so I can't vote unless you, you know you want to give me. I'll vote for you. So, I'll go to the Laura Garza. You can school. still vote. Uh, this is for the runoff. This is these are the runoffs for the Republican. Yeah, but neither one of my precincts. But you can still vote on it, can't you? No, as a Republican. No. You know, you only vote for your... your okay. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, my luck, they're not going to be in my precinct, so... We'll see. I'll report back tomorrow. Well, wait, so where are you? Where are you... Uh, well, it's not, we don't have to get this on, on the air. <laughs> give me give me your address. No, yeah, out. let's not... Again, we don't have to talk about this on the air. <laughs> okay, we'll save it for later. But, so... Uh, mctx.org slash elections, or election, whichever way you want. Early voting location, uh, times, and then there's also a sample ballot. And there you go. So make sure to get out and do that. Another event that's coming your way, and actually we have a guest coming in, I believe, on Thursday to talk about it. We have Scott Perry from the Condo Parks and Recs Department. Uh, they're doing a community input meeting at the mm-hmm. Oscar Johnson Jr. Park on May 17th. They got property. They want to know what to do with it. And what do we say? your input. Yeah, well, they know our input. What is it? Uh, we we said uh, laser tag. Paintball. Paintball Paint, laser tag. Paint, has multiple tag. uses. You betcha. So. Uh, corporate uh, bonding, um, bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, birthday parties. Uh, for yeah, me, Tuesday. it's a moneymaker right yeah, it's there. A, it's an outright moneymaker. Listen to us. 22 acres. Of just pure laser tag. And, and you just make it out of concrete, so you just spray it. Yep. So when you want to clean it, you just it spray. It pays for itself. And have it drain. It'd be great. It's easy. 
There you go. We'll tell Scott that when he comes in. Yeah. We'll, we've been really we'll work, we've been working on this, Scott. We got these ideas. Yeah, we can, we'll have our feasibility study already. Who needs a year and, and one hundred eighty-five thousand dollars like the Woodsons just shelled out? We're going to do it for fifty bucks and, and a couple of cups of coffee. And other events uh, going on. Uh, don't forget, Kiss Me Kate is uh, what? happening this weekend it's and still next happening? weekend. It is, and we're giving away tickets on Thursday, so keep that in mind. Uh, to this weekend's Kiss Me Kate, and they have two more weeks, and then outside that. Uh, this Friday, we got movies in the park at Heritage Place at eight o'clock over there With every Dick's Friday. Favorite movie, Beauty and the Beast, the new one. There we go. Got it. You got it out of your yeah, system. I got now. it out of my system. But uh, so that's happening. It's free. So bring your family. They're going to have concessions there, uh, like popcorn and stuff. There's going to be a charge where the movie is absolutely free. I know that's uh, your favorite. My favorite color. color. And uh, outside that, really, the other one that I wanted to talk about that's relatively new uh, is the uh, 2018 East 1488 Emergency Preparedness Fair. There's an article in The Courier about it right now if you want more info, uh, or you can visit them online at e1488cert.org. It's happening this Saturday uh, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. over in Magnolia, Texas at the Home Depot parking lot. It's absolutely free. Basically, it's a emergency preparedness information festival kind of thing so you go there you can do uh search skills demonstrations first aid ham radio search and rescue uh, there's gonna be booths presentations and demonstrations by the uh, east 1488 community emergency response team other local uh emergency s services basically one of the coolest ones that i'm kind of interested in is the uh amateur radio emergency service because we are the emergency signal for Conroe. So, you know, might have to go there to learn a little bit more of what we got to do. But uh, <laughs> it's, I just figured running around panicking would work for me. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on with that. We'll share that link. Uh, it's East 1488 Certification uh, Preparedness. And so, again, that uh, website is e1488cert.org. That's happening this weekend. But yeah, there you go. Well, and lots of live music. We got Corner Pub, uh, Red probably, Brick Tavern, Pacific Yard House. This, uh, this live music is brought to you by Julian, Doctor the Reverend Julian on Mondays and Thursdays. The Rev, hey, he's the one buddy, that we love. He's you. the one that puts this together for you guys. Uh, I'm gonna read over this real quick just to see who's really worth mentioning. Uh, <laughs> you know, today. Let's see. Boop, 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 boop. Thursday tomorrow, we got our one of our favorite local bands, Jared Starrett and the Higher Guns, playing at Pacific Yard House. Tony Ramey, who's been around here, he's playing at Dosido -Do on Thursday. And then Friday, uh, probably the one of the bigger ones, let's see. We got a lot of Corner Pub, Pacific, Dosido, -Do, the Main Street Crossing. Car uh, Carla Bonoff is actually at Main Street Crossing on Friday. It was pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Other than that, one of my favorite folks, uh, artist, Zane Williams is performing with Tom Shepard at Dosido. -Do. That's going to be a great show right there. Kelly Willis, uh, who's a wonderful uh, singer. Mm -hmm. uh, she's having a CD release party at Mucky Duck. And then uh, that's on Saturday. And then, uh, yeah, more stuff like that. So Awesome. Yeah, that's totally awesome. Have you, have you been to the Mucky Duck? No, it sounds awful. No, it's an awesome place. It truly is, especially on St. Patrick's Day. Holy yeah. cow. You betcha. You betcha. Oh, yeah, betcha. Don't you know? Okay. Yeah. So that's the local stuff. Yeah. Before we go out, do you anything you want to say about local stuff? Anything? Um, trying to think if there's anything like locally on my list right here. No, but uh, uh, after we talk with our, our great guest, Victoria Martin, I want to come back to what's happening in New Mexico. We'll kind of go a little okay. national. Yeah. 
on the New, New Mexico political front. Something, well, I find it funny. Others may not find it so funny. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to take our break. We're going to get ready for our, our guest, local author, Itty Bitty. What's it say? Is it is that you? Well, there's Itty Bitty's that you, but there's also Itty Bitty Wouldn't Budge. There are two Itty Bitty books. There are Itty Bitty's running all over the place. Victoria is Martin. It, is it a spider? No, it's a What's big Itty Bitty? Old, Itty Bitty's a big dog. It's an ironic name. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, man. Like calling me Stretch. Hollywood freak if it was about spiders. <laughs> yeah, but, how come no one writes children books about spiders? Well, there was. There's a big one called Charlotte's Web. Oh, you, you know, heard you of that one? You have heard of that one? Written by E.B. White. Yeah, I heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. About a pig. Have you ever directed it? I imagine it's a stage play. It is. Uh, it's a popular children's uh, stage play. Never directed it. Is it because it's about a spider? Very likely. Okay. That's why I'm trying to figure out your fears. It was in Morning's Lone oh, Star, IRLoneStar.com. We're uh, broadcasting live on YouTube and Facebook. If you got questions for the author coming up, you know what to do. Ask it on the comment section. We'll be right back. We're going to get ready. Sugar is fine. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. I knew that I would not. So good! Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star, 10-11, on the dot, on the Ides of May, May 15th. I love it when on, we take Is a that break. a Shakespearean thing? Well, Shakespeare used it for the Ides of March, but actually the Ides, the middle of the month, it predates Shakespeare. Okay, good. A little bit. I thought nothing predated Shakespeare. Right? So think about oh think about it Shakespeare's the one that you know we all say oh, no I don't want to take Barbara over it oh, we come have on let's guest. talk about Shakespeare for we'll do that next when she's gone we'll go back to I'll write that down maybe she wants to talk I'm about gonna Shakespeare. write that down Shake, write it I'm down. gonna write that down all right Shakespeare odds of who gives a who <laughs> all right okay well I love when I take a break and I look down and look up and I see a guest sitting across from me and who do I have here but Victoria Martin who is a local author who has just published her or had published her second book itty bitty. Is that you? This yeah. is the second book, the Itty Bitty series, I'm gonna, not about I'm gonna, spiders. Thank you for putting those visions. Yeah, in my they're head. not really. I was, I was, I was thinking, man. I'm a total arachnophobe. So. Are you really? You knew that. I thought that was a joke. No, I yeah. scream like a girl. You put a little daddy long legs near me, you will see this vague Sean-shaped hole in the wall like a Looney Tunes. You're not one of those people who gets the hairspray and the lighter. I'm too busy running in the next county. Oh, you got to take care of that problem. Why? Because why? That's why I married my wife. She handles the spiders. Anyhow, okay. enough about my record. Is that a way to get rid of it? <laughs> Let's talk about how we kill spiders. Yeah. Or it's a Lone Star. Uh, itty so bitty isn't a spider, though. Itty bitty's a big old dog. What Victoria, kind of, welcome. Yeah, to this welcome. Video. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for inviting well, me. Good. I can talk now, finally. <laughs> well, you know, that's kind of like. The way we set people up, we don't let them talk for two minutes, and then it's like, can we just get this over with? Yeah, builds builds the adrenaline. So itty bitty. So if you're watching us on YouTube, and you should be, so I got the book real. here. If you zoom in, so do I. Can you zoom in on this one? No, you can't. Anyhow, itty bitty is a big Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. 145 pound Newfoundland dog. This dog weighs almost as much as me. 
I don't believe that. It's not a dog. It's a pony ride. What? <laughs> is this something like the because we have that local wolf sanctuary? What? What is this? Just a dog or is this a wolf? It's a dog. It's a dog, and Nana is about five feet tall. I don't, so I don't she believe and Nitty Bitty literally see eye to eye. Now, Dick is Mr. Google. Is there a picture of Nana like on, on the internet or something that he can I look pop this up? up. On? What, what kind of dog is this again? Newfoundland. New, it one, looks like Newfoundland. Is that one word? Yeah, yes. one word, but it looks like Newfoundland. But of course, oh. that's also a country. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, not it a country, is. A, uh, a province. Is that like, is that like Taiwan? Well, it's, oh. it's Canadian province. Yeah, so kidding. you want to go to oh, wow. Newfoundland dog. Actually, that is Nana. Uh, on the front cover and all throughout the book, because yeah, all of the illustrations that. are based on uh, photographs uh, that Nana took um, in and around Maplewood, New Jersey for the first book and for the new book in and around uh, Morristown, New Jersey at the Mars Animal Inn, which is where the second book takes place. Okay, cool. So, Victoria, you're this a local resident. way too big. <laughs> right? Okay, Dick's <laughs> going to be sounding out the words over there, so I'll interview you for a couple of minutes while he... <laughs> introduces himself to the world of itty bitty so what prompted the books did you just wake up one tuesday morning and say i'm gonna write children's books i uh, it wasn't quite like that but i always feel very guilty uh when people ask me to explain my experience because honestly it was more of a sort of subconscious um lovely fluid experience mm -hmm. um nana over the years have had wonderful true stories about itty bitty and it seems like without me even knowing it a lot of them have just resonated with me and i love to write so um back in 2014 um i was a bookseller at barnes and noble in the seattle area and um, my friend linda said well just write the story then just write the story i said okay so I wrote it in 20 minutes and I went back to Linda. I said, well, so now what? And she said, well, we'll find you a publisher. So I said, oh, okay. And the next day she came back and she said, call Mascot Books. And I said, okay. So I gave them a call and it turns out the CEO and I graduated from the same college. So uh -huh. there was a... <laughs> That's what we call synchronicity. Right. There was quite the connection there. And um, since then, it has been an amazing experience. And honestly, I've been thinking about this. I know I could have gone the longer drawn out route of finding an agent, finding an editor, finding a publisher. Um, but I was just impatient. I just wanted to get the book published and I wanted to see where it would go. Mm -hmm. And since then, it has been an incredible, amazing experience. I've had such support from my family and from friends. Um, and um, I've read to probably over 2,000 students wow. um, across the United States. Um, and um, two of the charities that I'm so excited about um, working with is I've been able to make a cash donation to uh, Best Friends Animal Society in Utah. But equally as important, I've had more fun donating my books to uh, Little Free Libraries all around the world. I, I saw that. Um, also, <clears throat> uh, am I reading right that uh, some of the uh, royalties go to Best Friends Animal Society? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. I've been able to make a cash donation there, and that was uh, awesome. very meaningful, and I was excited about that. And um, I've enlisted friends and family as well to uh, deliver books for me. My mother and sister were just in Dubai, 
and uh, Itty Bitty is now in the um, Burj Al Arab Hotel in Dubai. Now, are, are they uh, translating uh, Itty Bitty? Um, no, is... they're, no. Wow. Just, uh, just the English uh, that's, version. That's awesome. Um, I wonder uh, how dogs bark uh, in other in... countries. <laughs> I think it might be a universal woof. <laughs> you never know. But she's also in the Netherlands and she's in um, uh, Budapest. Um, uh, she's in a little island in Vietnam. Um, she's just, and so many um, states um, here in the U.S., uh, including Alaska. Um, so she's been very busy uh, these past three years, and uh, I certainly hope to continue that with the new book as well. well so, okay, so we have, so the first one is Itty Bitty Wouldn't Budge. Yes. And that came out in 2015, and it, now we have Itty Bitty Is That You. Yes. So there, is this going to be like Star Wars, where there's going to be like major trilogies exactly. and offshoot books? Exactly. <laughs> well, that would be the hope. <laughs> right, a new but, hope? Oh, it went there. Sorry, go on, please. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Cool. Well, what do you think of the appeal of Itty Bitty is to the kids? Because obviously the children are just loving this book. Um, you know, I think uh, everybody loves a a sweet, heartwarming, fun animal story. And that's what these are. There's a little bit of drama, but the drama gets solved quickly. And um, it has a very happy, sweet, gentle ending um, and I think that just resonates, especially in today's crazy world. Sounds like the Brady Bunch. <laughs> Lupin. We'll solve this problem in 30 minutes or 15 pages, whatever comes first. And <laughs> Right, right. It's just they have happy endings. And um, I've actually, um, again, sort of made a subconscious decision to end the books the exact same way. I noticed that uh, where uh, they're kind of curled up and. Right. Bitty Bitty is mm -hmm. uh, curled up with Duck, her favorite toy, and she's dreaming about her day. <clears throat> so I'm going to try and continue that vein mm -hmm. throughout the series. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm looking for. I can't. I'm looking forward to read these things. The nice thing when you get to be my age, you can read these things and no one questions you. Dick is. Uh, how are the words there? Were, do I need to explain any of the words to you? You got it. I got it. You got it. I'm so proud of him. I'm just trying to see how much these dogs eat. <laughs> these are huge yeah so hold on so like here's again on the are, are we on the air there it seems, seems to be kind of blacked out there no it's not you're fine that's the, don't worry is that it so there's itty bitty curled up with nana and ducky duck just duck so this looks like a lot of fun so when when are we going to see the next book coming out <laughs> well because you heard george R. R. martin who does the, the game of thrones books uh, his fans are turning on him because he hasn't written a new book in like a couple of years. Oh my god! And no, they are literally—he's become this villain because they're demanding. So that would you, be an awesome problem, right? <laughs> you know, it's like the people you say, "Well, the lottery ruined my life." Well, let me ruin my life. Work it over here, George R. R. Martin. Well, this one just came out 15 days ago. I'm just telling you, so. you, you got pardon the pun, but you're going to have some rabid fans here. So I think you should have a stable of itty bitty adventures now. Now, so. Anybody, uh, I, I hate to ask the question, is still alive and kicking, right? Um, actually, she is uh, passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, but just recently. Okay. Um, but I think that um, with Nana, uh, her stories will uh, live on for a long time. I, I, I believe it. So um, were you able to, now, obviously Nana told the stories, and, and you told us off the air, but Nana is your 
your stepmother, right? Yes. And you have an, an awesome relationship with her. So yes. she would be telling you all these stories about Itty Bitty. Now, did you get to rouse with Itty Bitty yourself? Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I have a close relationship with Itty Bitty. And Newfoundlands are known to drool all the time. So we'd always laugh because when we went into Nana and Papa's house, uh, Nana would always give everybody a drool rag. <laughs> And you really did not want to wear black pants because that was <laughs> <laughs> that just did not work. So you you just you had to love itty bitty <laughs> just the to. way she was. Yes, itty bitty would not have it any other it's way. It's like a, a bear. <laughs> I'm telling you, you can you can rent them out as a pony ride and pay for the kibble. And she was just she was lovely and she was gentle and she was so personable. I mean, just a really wonderful dog. No, she sounds like, what a great legacy for Itty Bitty, too. She's going to live on for a long time with this. Once, once you have books out, these things are going to be out there for generations. Well, and, as, as a friend of mine, Leslie, said, she said, you do realize you've created something that wasn't in the world before. And that made such a huge impact on me, and I never realized that I would be able to leave a legacy like that. So that's very, very special. Where, where can I buy this book? Um, you can buy the book. Um, it, it'll be linked up on uh, Amazon, on uh, Barnes and Noble by the end of the week. Okay. Um, you can buy it on Amazon. Okay. You can buy it at Mascot Books. And I just happen to have a couple boxes of books at home. Okay. Um, and I do give a twenty percent discount. Um, and of course, got to be the competition, <laughs> right? Do you <laughs> have any uh, appearances coming up? Um, actually, I'll be um, reading at an uh, elementary school, uh, Rennell Elementary School. Um, a little bit embarrassed to say, I'm not quite sure where that is. I know it's south and west of the Woodlands. There you go. Uh, by right. about thirty miles. Paul Rennell. Um, <clears throat> so I'm very, very excited about that. Um, and that connection was through a uh, silent auction basket that I donated. How cool. So that was very cool. There's that. Um, I'm sure, you know, uh, you know, the Barnes & Noble in the Woodlands has story time with Miss Sam. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm sure she'd love to read your stories at some point. Same thing. Uh, they have a story time at the Children's Museum up in the Woodlands, mm -hmm. too. Right. I'm sure I'm telling you nothing you don't already know. <laughs> I read the first book at the Children's Museum. Cool. So um, I'll definitely uh, be getting in touch with them again. Go back for that encore presentation. Right, right. Mm -hmm. well, this is wonderful. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking to Victoria Martin, author of The Itty Bitty Chronicles, uh, soon to be a miniseries on sci-fi. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, that's the other one. No, these are a couple of children's books. We have Itty Bitty Wooden Budge and then the brand new one, Itty Bitty... Well, is that you, you? You said you you have a couple boxes. How do they get in touch with you? Um, they can actually contact me yeah. at um, ittybittywoodenbudge at gmail.com. Ittybittywoodenbudge at gmail.com. Cool. All right. Uh, this is, I've read it actually. And do you, have, now. do you have a website by any chance? I don't. Yeah. I have too many questions about these dogs now. <laughs> like they eat carrots. Oh, they do. And I think they would eat anything they darn well, well felt I mean, like eating. There's a and ice cream. Really? Yeah. yeah oh, absolutely. On the back page, when Squirtle the Duck, you'll you'll see ice cream and the carrots there too. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, was just, I was just don't. I'm telling you, this that's like a, I. What animals do you give carrots to? No. Horses. <clears throat> Horses, rabbits, and apparently Newfoundlands. Newfoundlands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what, man. You learn that's something cool. new every day. And what a, again, what a great legacy! And this is something that's going to be around for generations to come. So we're so happy to have you. So anyone yeah. wanting to uh, find some, you've got birthdays coming up or Christmas time. You got two itty bitty books to choose from. 
the third set in the trilogy, Itty Bitty, The Return of the Jedi, will be coming out hopefully in the next year or so. And uh, But we have been talking with Victoria Martin, local resident. So, you know, you talk about buying local, but soon to be internationally renowned for the book series. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having me. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star IR, lonestar.com slash MWLS. It is 1025, folks. We'll be back. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. I knew that I would not. So good. So good. I got to you. Oh, I feel nice. sugar and spine. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com. Conroe's FM 104.5. 106.1. Thank you, Victoria, coming Victoria in. Victoria Martin, thank you. Uh, so, author of the Itty Bitty book series. Itty Bitty is a big dog. Uh, and uh, both books are available on Amazon.com, I believe, and BarnesandNoble.com. Or you can email Victoria directly at Get your pens out. Itty bitty wouldn't budge. Don't put an apostrophe in there. At gmail.com. Uh, great lady. Great story. I personally can't wait to read more about itty bitty. So there we go. Uh, as we were talking with this author, uh, bad, sad news for the author world. Tom Wolf has just, uh, just announced he's passed away. Tom Wolf, who wrote. He announced it? They announced it. It, it has been announced. Of the passing of Tom Wolfe. Uh, he wrote not only Bonfire of the Vanities, which is like the def- one of the definitive 80s books, but also he wrote uh, The Right Stuff, which they turned into the movie about the astronauts, the, the early space program. So. What a great transition. Yeah, but life goes on and Eddie Biddy will live forever. And uh, it looks like, it, you know, you're just kind of really wrapped up in the whole size of the. Well, man, that's a big dog, man. That's a big dog. It's a big dog. But, uh, yeah. How much do they eat, like, a day? I couldn't find that, actually. I was looking all over for it, but I couldn't find it. Yeah, it'll be there somewhere. But, uh, yeah. Anything else you want to cover? Because we only got 30 minutes left in today's show. Oh, no, really? Well, yeah. so I read today Facebook and my phone, my iPhone did, like, this huge update this morning. And Facebook huge. was huge. Huge. And uh, Facebook was one of them, and it took forever to, usually when you have an update, it's, really quick to load up yeah this, this was significant and I, I read that so facebook has cut out the cut from its ability for to be posted what? 200 apps so there are a lot of apps apparently a lot of apps there were the kind that took your data and then sold it to places like cambridge analytica and something so they've said just been cut out now they don't they're not saying what apps they are they were but i think they're trying to cover the some cover themselves legally by saying well, if you have a favorite app that's not there anymore, then now you know. But uh, so this is, I think, Facebook is kind of scrambling after Zuckerberg's uh, testimony 
for the for the Senate. Um, as to the uh, what information was taken and how, uh, I think they're really trying to put, slap a whole bunch of band-aids on. So, people, you may not have the ability to let the world know if you could be a tea flavor, what flavor tea would you be? Um, sorry about that. Not that I wanted to know anyway, but that's also how these people get your personal information. Uh, good news from Egypt. Unemployment has fallen to 10.6%. That's right. Three times what it is in America. But yay, go Egypt. So uh, that's just my little thing. Everyone always wants to uh, compare one country to another. Why can't we have a healthcare system like Norway? Why can't, you know, so-and-so? And it's like you got to take the whole everything into account, the, the rights, the freedoms, the government set up, and uh, Egypt. And the history. I yeah. mean, they kind of had an upper hand on their – they had more of – yeah, well, Egypt's been around for like what five thousand years yeah. now, and they got ten point six. We've been around for three hundred, and we got a three point nine. So there you go. So earlier, I had teased about some New Mexico shenanigans in the political world. Yeah. Okay. So there's this uh, current Albuquerque City Councilman named Pat Davis, and he's running for the first congressional district. Okay. So he's a city councilman. He's running for Congress. Okay. He's running on an anti-gun platform. If, uh, if a gun control platform, however you, a gun law renewal platform, however you want to phrase it. He found a loophole in federal election law where they, Albuquerque, the CBS affiliate in Albuquerque is being forced to play a commercial where right off the bat, he says, and I will use an alternate word, fornicate the NRA. But he doesn't use the word fornicate. He oh, uses, wow. Um, but it begins with the letter F, and it's got three letters after it. Now, why Why and has this never been ha happened before? Because no one is idiotic enough to think this That's is going true. to work. He says, quote, I think the only people who will be offended uh, are the, the uh, NRA. He, he literally starts off with blank the NRA, and it can't be censored because according to federal election law, when somebody purchases airtime for a, a political ad, it cannot be altered in any way by any other party. Okay. So he has the right to blanket out to well, say, I mean, he's screw already, the he, NRA. Yeah, that's fine. He's showing his colors that this is going to blow up on why are we? Why are we criticizing this guy who clearly isn't anywhere near here? Because it just kind hey, of backs up how I've we, been saying. You can't really say until he loses. And then you can say all you want no, about no, how stupid it was. It's going to blow up in his face. with His naivete by saying he thinks the only people going to be under the uh, uh, NRA. No. FCC is, is you know, on the website. FCC rules says that, because this is a loophole. FCC says that you cannot broadcast profane language between 6 a.m. and 10 p.m. So the FCC is against this because now they can't find the station for running it is the station has to run it. Yeah. So it's making a lot of people unhappy. And the reason why I have an issue with it is I, I've been quite vocal about this, that like comedy nowadays has just been some comedian, and I use the word in quotation marks, walking out on stage saying, fornicate Trump, dropping the mic and walking off stage to a standing ovation of people going, yeah, that if this is what we've been reduced to, and for everyone that says the current president is vulgar, I'm sorry, this is not a Republican running uh, in this race here, using this language. I'm just, 
Why? Is he? Well, here's the thing. He's gotten a lot of free publicity out of this. But it's going to go there. Yeah, but contrary it, to popular will, will belief, be there is bad if PR. he doesn't even air it. Oh, it's going up. It's already out there. He's already paid for it. It's it's going up. All right. That's what you say. Okay, cool. So, yay, Albuquerque. Have fun with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Part of me will die a little on the inside if he wins because it's like there's one thing to be a rabble rouser getting out there and to go out of your way to offend or to cause a stink to offend people, you know, you have that right, absolutely. But to actually exploit a loophole, eh, I'm not a fan of that. So good luck to Pat Davis and your run for the first congressional district. You know, we're talking about those Newfoundland dogs. Newfoundland. Uh -huh. Newfoundland. And, you know, if you remember a while back, we were talking about those comfort animals. Yeah. And I wanted to tell you this because I, when I saw this article, uh, there was a, a report about American Airlines. They're banning emotional support amphibians, ferrets, goats, and snakes. And like, oh, there's a list of animals. Because remember that a lot? We talked about the peacock. Yeah. Huh? And things like that. And the squirrel. And like, can you imagine the Newfoundland dogs being on an airplane with somebody? <laughs> a, little, a little extreme. You'd have to buy the whole row of seats, not just an extra yeah. seat. You'd have to buy all three. But that's just, I mean, I, I wonder how that's really going to play out in the long run because there's got to be such a small amount of people who have, like, weird ferret emotional things. And, well, those are the ones that like make you, the news. There aren't that many. You still have the dogs. Speaking of dogs, we, we mentioned that uh, Cece Cool or Carly's getting her dog. She's doing training right now. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get her in the studio soon when she feels – when. when I think she's okay with a dog when I, when I think it's okay. It's all about you. <laughs> oh, cool. That's, that's great to hear. Um, yeah, I think the biggest issue with the service animals is so many people are trying to pass off a pet. And they want to go into Kroger or Target or something. Like, oh, no, this is my emotional support chihuahua. I, I can't imagine a chihuahua in the universe that could provide emotional support. But that's because Well, what's interesting about it, too, is like you're, you're looking at the base of why this happens. So why do you need an emotional support whatever now say i'm deathly af afraid of snakes and i'm on this airplane mm -hmm. now you have basically have two ends of the spectrum but they're both claiming the same thing like i can't i need emotional support because this thing is scaring the crap out of me that's why i will have a, an emotional support mongoose that way some idiot wants to bring a snake on the plane my mongoose will take on that snake well and, i mean I just have lunch. Well, i mean everyone knows what happens when you bring a dog to a dog park there's always that one dog and that's why service animals and support animals have to be certified. They have to provide an actual service. That's why they're called a service animal. And or they have to be certified, trained. Uh, as Carly pointed out, you can't just walk up to a service dog and start petting them. It's that that messes with their training. So Well, I'm interested too, is that the list it doesn't really cover every single animal on the planet. So would you think people are going to be silly enough to tr challenge these rules? Absolutely. Like, oh, you didn't say gorillas. You, you didn't say gorillas. You didn't say cockroaches. You didn't say scorpion. You, you, people will do that. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I want to read this. this, this you're going to laugh at this. Okay. Under the new rules, which go in effect July 1st, American is adding amphibians, goats, hedgehogs, insects, non-household birds, and animals with tusks, horns, or hooves to the list that cannot fly as a service or support animal. The airline will make an exception for miniature horses. 
that have trained as service animals. And you know what? So is Some that, jackwad it, is going to sue them for that. Is No, is that telling me someone actually traveled with a miniature horse on one of these planes? Could be. Well, here's the thing. Miniature horses, I've, I've seen dogs bigger than miniature horses. Newfoundland is bigger than a, a miniature horse. Oh, okay. I mean, they're itty-bitty. You can't actually get one that's like, you know, Labrador Retriever size. It's amazing. But yeah, some idiot's going to sue over there going, no, I want my emotional support scorpion. And eventually, this is one of those things that eventually is going to get to the Supreme Court as to what makes something emotional support. Because there are people, always people wanting to game the system. Oh, I just want to take my dog in. Oh, I don't, I shouldn't have to buy for a ticket for this. I have to have this dog with me. So I shouldn't have to buy for another ticket. This is, you know, again, I don't think people start off being corrupt or something, but they're always idiots on both sides. There's always the idiot who will walk into a Starbucks with an AK-47 strapped to his back because I got the constitutionally protected right to walk in with, okay, just because you can do something doesn't mean you necessarily should. Okay. All right, we'll, we'll leave it at that. We're going to take a break. Take a break. Mornings with Lone Star brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Conroe Coffee. What are you? I'm pouting. We've only got a few minutes left in yeah, today's show. Yeah. I'm pouting. Mm, mm. We're not giving away tickets, so no one cares. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and YouTube Live and stuff like that. Yep. We'll be back. I feel nice. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Hello, Skippy pouting because it's 1045, which means we only have a few more minutes of today's show. Good show today. Good topics, good guests, good company with my good friend Dick sitting to my left. Uh, or he's on the right-hand side if you're watching us on YouTube. Peace. Shout out to those of you who are watching us. Apparently on the website, if you've been trying to find us on the website, it's going through a massive update today. Uh, uh, so uh, hopefully you found your way over here to us. But it is still 1045 on the dot minutes left we've talked many topics today but uh, Dick, here's a headline that popped up so i'm going to be reading this as kind of i go along the headline says two surgeons in china developing a method to transplant a human head you can see why i wanted to read more what are your thoughts is it like a shrunken head <laughs> i don't know uh italian neurosurgeon sergio canavera wants to carry out the first human head transplant operation and believes it could help people who have been paralyzed from the neck down to walk again. A, this has got to be a joke, man, because listen to this. A jolt of electricity is delivered to a body with the bolts attached to its, attaching its head to its neck. <laughs> this is like right out of Frankenstein. It's, oh, well, there's a thing. It's a scene straight out of a horror movie, but it is eerily close to Italian neurosurgeon Sergio Canavero and Chinese surgeon... Xiao Ping Ren's plan to transplant a human head down to the neck bolts and electricity. 
They recently performed a trial run on two cadavers, prompting outrage from the medical community, which has declared human head transplantation fake news. An examination by a team of independent scientists published this month, however, suggests that, while fantastical, the scientific and medical advancements necessary for human head transplantation are rapidly approaching plausibility. Nevertheless, major ethical and moral hurdles remain. He's, uh, Canavero has been talking up his plan for human head transplantation and TED Talks in the media for decades, despite producing very little in the way of scientific evidence, going so far as to announce in 2015 he would perform surgery on a human volunteer. Um, by 2017, the, vo the volunteer backed out. <laughs> Why, you big old wussy? And surgery still hasn't been done on a living human, but Canavero maintains it is imminent. Okay, that's all I can read about this. Dick, your thoughts on this one? I don't know. Should we? Should we? Should we transplant a human head? Should we do human cloning? I mean, I've seen Island of Dr. Monroe. Moreau. Moreau. Mm -hmm. Moreau. Very, uh, very, who wrote that again? Probably that dude who died. Nope. Well, he did die. H.G. Wells wrote The Island of Dr. Moreau. That's why you're the the, the, educa nerd. the educated side. Yeah, I'm the nerd. I'm the, the, I'm the, brains, I'm the, the brawn. I'm the simpleton pushing button. You're the brawn of this outfit. No, I just like I'm, I'm a nerd. Ask me anything real life connected, and I, I'm I flounder. <laughs> Ask me to push a button over there and watch what happens. <laughs> I know I would be totally lost. Well, do you want to plug uh, Kiss Me Kate one more time? You betcha. We want <laughs> we want to plug Kiss Me Kate. That's right, Kiss Me Kate happening Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday and Saturday at 8 p.m., Sunday 2 p.m. This weekend and the next weekend, Friday and Saturday, at the Owen Theater. Go to Owen Theater with an R-E dot com for tickets and information. Tickets are selling, but there are seats available. You want to see it. It's a lot of fun. Um, and you get to see me in tights. How could you turn that away? Are you going to come this weekend? You want me to have a couple of tickets ready for you and Holly? Well, uh, I know Miss H can't make it. What? She's working. I already told you I might be going solo, so I, I need to find know. a date. Okay, we'll help you find a date. But, uh, yeah, we are, we do actually have to be wrapping up today's show, folks. Thank you for joining us. Uh, special thanks to Victoria, mm -hmm. a local author of Itty Bitty, Is That You? That's the new book. You can check check that out on Amazon, and you can check that out at Barnes & Noble in a week. And then she also is selling it personally. And so, uh, itty bitty wouldn't budge at gmail.com. And we'll put this there up on our, you on our site. Go tomorrow. We don't have a guest. So if you want to be a guest tomorrow, reach out. Just go to contact us on IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS, which is actually down. So I don't know why I said that. Uh, you can just Facebook message us or you can uh, go to, you know, Facebook. That's really and Twitter and all any that minute stuff. now they're going to have the, uh, the website's going to be back up. No, it's probably not going to be any minute. It's usually it, it lasts some time. Great. So I'm not really worried about it because I've done this before. I'm like, all right, you call me when you're ready. <laughs> but outside that, we were brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Conroe Coffee. Mm -hmm. uh, it, you know, if you want to come in tomorrow, let us know. We'd love to have you. Special thanks to everybody today. It was Did, good to see you. It's good to see you too. I'm jamming to the music today. Yeah, and don't forget, we are giving away our two two tickets too. Taste fest tomorrow. Stick around. We'll see you later. A sugar and spine. I feel nice. A sugar and spine. So nice. So nice.
Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12, Our City TV in Conroe, or Channel 21, KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.